0: 550 Studio, Jim Lyons, the elephant in the room. We have a special guest on the phone today, running for Secretary of State, Rayla Campbell. Mr. Lyons, your thoughts on Rayla Campbell's campaign? Oh, Rayla, Rayla is a non-stop campaigner. I
1: got to know Rayla a, a couple of years ago, and um, they, they fought to keep her off the ballot in a congressional race. Uh, Rayla is a one never to back down. She's filed suit against, uh, I think, the Boston Election Commission for, you know, not counting any of her ballots. And um, now she's decided, based on what happened to her, that elections matter and election integrity matters. And she knows how important, you know, licenses are. and And she's just a terrific campaigner and and a breath of fresh air. and uh, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see her running, and I'm very grateful that she's joining us today. And uh, I'll promise you this, uh, Rayla will liven up the conversation.
0: Absolutely. Rayla, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for
0: having me on today. We are very excited about your campaign. You're going to be running for Secretary of State. Mr. Galvin's had that position uh, for way too long. And then there's also another primary candidate as well. Am I right? Yes, Tanisha Sullivan. Tanisha Sullivan. So you're out there, you're working hard. I see you at a lot of different places. Let's talk about a little bit of why you wanted to run for Secretary of State and, more importantly, the campaign.
2: Absolutely. As Jim mentioned, the Secretary of State decided to break the law and violate my constitutional rights during the 2020 election by stating they had an opinion of the law and... Once the, you know, the law is in black and white, and once I heard them actually say that I knew the fix was in and they were not going to honor the Constitution and protect my rights as a citizen of Massachusetts, and that's why we're filing a lawsuit against them. So, back the quick little backstory is the number of signatures because it was during COVID, was lowered so it was cut in half to 1,000 signatures. And I ran as a write-in in in the law states that you are only required to get the same amount of signatures during the nomination process on the primary if you're a write-in candidate, and then you will be able to be on the November ballot. So I got over that number of signatures. We got over 1,200 certified, and we found out that there was 8,700 other ballots that they refused to count but I still got over a thousand and that's when they said that they had an opinion of the law and I had to get the pre COVID standard so everybody can know that COVID ended for one day and that was just to keep me off the ballot. So that's why we're going after him and we're making sure that we protect our elections, that we have election integrity, that every legal vote counts and we're going to be making sure that we require voter ID, that we're voting in person and we're voting on election day, not month.
1: Rayla, I, I think it's real important for people to to understand, you know, the effort that that you're putting into this, and you know, you're a mom. You know, maybe tell us a little bit about your family background and and um, you know the, the kind of commitment that you and your family and are making to, uh, to to the Commonwealth of Massachusetts by being out there every single day.
2: Thank you so much. That's a great question, Jim. And. About me, I'm just an everyday hardworking mother of three. My husband is disabled. He's got a medical disability. So he stays at home with my youngest son right now. And we did homeschool for two years. And the reason why I got involved in politics is because the actual politicians in charge, their policies were directly affecting my life. Now, we don't come from rich and, and extravagant backgrounds you know i was born in situate i grew up in low income and in section 8 housing my husband's family is from dorchester mission hill projects my grandmother still lives in the house in mattapan and we work hard for everything and we only want our children to grow up in a country that we love we respect that we give back we believe in god and we support our military and we respect our flag and when I saw everything that they were teaching and they were doing and they were forcing in our town, especially when it came to this CRT curriculum, and that's really what made me jump into the field of getting into politics. Because I was just a cheerleading coach, working multiple jobs, just trying to keep a roof over my head from provide for my family. And they tried to tell my children, my daughter was in kindergarten and she came home and she learned about Martin Luther King now this is only two weeks into school in kindergarten and I was like oh baby that's great what did you learn and she told me she learned that Martin Luther King was killed by a white man now my heart sunk into my stomach I was so livid I called the school I demanded a meeting with everybody and they were like well that's that it's a little early for us to be teaching that, but these are facts. And I'm like, so that's what you teach children is racism in kindergarten. It's not going to happen. I pulled my kids out of school. I reached out to my church. Luckily by the grace of God, the sisters helped getting my kids into Catholic school and academic scholarship. My children are really, really smart. I focus a lot on their education. And during COVID I homeschooled them for two years because I was not going to put them on in a, in a public school, because our school had closed permanently, and I was not going to allow what I've already seen them do to happen to my children. You're not going to pit me and my husband against each other. You're not going to pit my children against us. They're sowing division. They're sowing racism back into our lives and we have fought so hard to overcome this. This is the land of the free, the home of the brave. This is we have opportunity for everyone if you work. Forward. I don't know why we're still going down this everything's racist path. I believe that the Democrats just want to keep sowing that division into our country to keep that hate and to keep that anger. But that's exactly who they are. They are the party of racism. They are the party of hate. They are the party of oppression. And people need to understand that they, the Democratic Party has never been there for the African American community, they have only used us and a lot of people are waking up. I've always been a Republican. I hold true to the Republican roots that I was taught from a long time ago, and especially knowing Black America way back when and how every single first politician was a Republican. And it's important that we're teaching our history and we're providing civics, and our children understand history is history for a reason. We learn it, we don't burn it.
1: Rayla, I, I love the story you tell. I mean, you know you know, I'm an Irish guy, and I think you might have married an Irish. Isn't that true, Rayla? Why don't you tell that story that you tell out there on the trail a lot? I really, I really <laughs> enjoy that one.
2: Yes, I am married to an Irishman. My husband and I have been married for over 20 years, and I always tell people you're not going to teach my children that they're both the oppressor and the oppressed. And then I've added, well, they're double oppressed because they're Irish and they're double oppressor because I'm British. So, <laughs> it's, you know, it's just, it's crazy when they, they state all of these, these remarks. It's like going backwards in time and we're looking around and we're all mixed. I call myself an American mutt because mutts are the strongest animals and I'm mixed with so many different backgrounds and that's what makes me an American. It makes me strong. I love my country and I will fight to the death for it.
0: Well, good for you. The most important role of Secretary of State is election integrity. And let's talk a little bit about that. I was in a room on Friday morning with a bunch of Massachusetts legislatures led by Senate President Karen Spilka. And they were all proud about two things that they were going to do. One, that they overrode Governor Baker's veto of giving illegals uh, driver's licenses. And the other thing that they were proud of is that they were going to still push vote by mail. As a candidate for secretary of state, what is your position on both of those?
2: So let's start with the voting by mail. So we've always had checks and balances in place where we have absentee voting. Now, that has a chain of custody but when we talk about voting by mail or massive mail-in ballots, there's no chain of custody. Once that ballot leaves your hand, it should be going directly into a ballot box, not into a what looks like a mailbox with whoever knows that's going to be going in it. Not to mention, we need to be making sure that you're showing your IDs. We know that this is you. This is you. You are alive and well. You are a registered voter of Massachusetts. You are a citizen of Massachusetts. This is your address. We provide so much information as legal citizens, and now they want to take that away from us. And it is really important for us to make sure that we honor what our Constitution states. And I can see why the left wants to do this, because they can't cheat the same way twice. And they need to replace our vote. So they want to have massive mail-in balloting so they can have all these undocumented illegal immigrants that aren't legal to vote per our Constitution in the United States. And they want to uh, replace our votes as citizens by making it more difficult for everybody when it comes to automatic voter registration that they're doing that we know at the RMV. So the RMV has so many problems within and we see how many times they have been arrested, fired. There's all sorts of indictments that have recently just happened with them providing illegal IDs to people that should not have them. Now, all of us have had to take driver's ed. We've all had to have a learner's permit and well, most of us didn't have probation like they do now. So that's a whole nother story but we've had to make sure that we provide all sorts of legal documents and have a social security number, your birth certificate, you you know, it's why is it that they want to give people that cannot provide any legal documents as to being a legal citizen the right to have a voice in our elections that us taxpayers are the ones responsible for? For me, I, I see what they're trying to do. I'm completely against it. As I said, I want to make sure the first thing we do is have voter ID. There's no reason that we shouldn't have voter ID, and it is in place in some towns. And we also got to get rid of these Dominion voting machines. We know that there are problems, and no machine should be hooked up to the Internet that can actually manipulate the vote. We don't know where all of these massive mail-in ballots or the returned ballots are They're being cast and they're being counted. We don't have a chain of custody and we also can't see anything that they're doing because they don't want us to. So we've got to stop this. We've got to go back to what our Constitution states. We actually should get the boxes that are down in, I believe it's Harwich or somewhere down the Cape. They still use the original old wooden box that you stick your ballot in and everything is hand counted that's what we should be doing
1: Rayla as um, as John mentioned to you the uh, illegal driver's license was just overturned and as you and I discussed earlier today there's a ballot committee that was formed Maureen Maloney whose, um whose son was um, killed in an automobile accident by an illegal immigrant is the mm-hmm. chair is the chairwoman of it what what's your what's your take on on the referendum that uh, we, we that's just got formed and it's hopefully it's going to be on the ballot in November. I'd like to hear your comments Absolutely. on
2: that. Yes. And I will definitely be out at the forefront fighting to make sure that we get the signatures to make sure that we're putting this referendum in and that this law does not go through and we're bringing it back to the people. And that's another thing is they, the law legislation legislation did not take into any consideration the angel moms and the angel parents who have lost their children due to illegal immigrants. And we're talking murders, We're talking car accidents, all sorts of abductions. And then even people who we have, those same legislators, who have had numerous amounts of being uh, arrested for drunk driving, and yet they don't lose their licenses. When they want to give illegals, the right to have a driver's license. Just think about this. They want people who are undocumented, who may not even be able to drive, not providing any type of, of legality that they're able to be in this country. And they want to give them IDs and they want to give them that will automatically register them to the vote. So that's the major thing. Is once they get a driver's license, it automatically registers them to vote. And it's a way for them to continue breaking the law. Why are they incentivizing people who are not coming in these doors the proper way? Our borders need to be protected. Our Americans need to be protected. You are not going to incentivize anybody under my watch who is not a legal citizen to be here to have a say in our elections.
1: Another thing that that we all understand that's happening in Massachusetts and across the country is the explosion of fentanyl Mm -hmm. coming into our country and opiate deaths just hit the highest um, levels ever uh, in the most recent report from the Department of Public Health. And What we know from the statistics is most of that fentanyl is being sold and trafficked by illegal immigrants in this country. This is only gonna make that easier for them. What What's your take on that, uh, Rayla?
2: Definitely, and we know in Massachusetts, well, a lot of people who know, who have their feet to the ground, understand that we have a major MS-13 problem in Massachusetts, and the amount of drugs that are coming directly from the border right into this state in the darkness of night, we know we have a major problem, and I fight big on opioids and making sure that we're protecting the children. We are protecting families out on the streets. They don't want to do anything to fight the problem. They want to keep making it so that there's always going, they, they profit off of big pharma. So in order to get them off of these hardcore drugs, they're going to have to use the pharmaceutical drugs. If they were so concerned about the illegal drugs that were coming in, we wouldn't be sending $40 billion over to Ukraine. We'd be protecting our borders where we have massive, massive amounts of drugs coming in on the regular. And if you watch your news and all the small surrounding towns around you, the levels of of drugs that they're confiscating and the arrests that are happening is astronomically high, but the media doesn't want to talk about it because they just want everybody to be quiet so they can continue to steal elections, corrupt the government even more than it always is, and make sure that you don't have a say in your country. They want a socialist communist country and we're not going to allow that to happen Our constitution, Massachusetts constitution, the oldest, the first, it is where the national constitution came from. And we need to be making sure that as Massachusetts, we're leading and we're leading this country to a better future. And that starts with making sure we're protecting our borders, finding out where these buses are coming in after. And I live close to a couple of airports and there's a lot of traffic. And these are small airports and there should not be this much traffic coming in. And where are these people going? We see it with the drugs. We see it with the violence, the shootings. These are all illegal immigrants that are bringing this across our borders and they know it. And we know that we have judges that have now been arrested for releasing criminals, illegals onto the streets, out the back door. That has got to stop, and we need strong leaders that are going to go and fight this battle, and I know that I am that leader.
0: Rayla Campbell, running for Secretary of State. We would both agree that you're that candidate. Let's, talk a, let's take a, step, a little bit of a step back about this whole licensing process. As I sit across from a former legislature, uh, Jim Lyons, a former state rep, the lunacy, lo- lunacy of all of this is, is, did anybody call— Motor vehicles and say, hey, can we add hundreds of thousand people to the system with no problems? You guys don't need any new computers. You don't need any other more offices or anything like that. Right. Can you imagine? It used to be you just have to take the morning off to go to the registry to do something. Right. You might have to take two vacation days now to go to the registry because the process of illegals just showing up and nobody can answer the question. And trust me, I've asked the Senate president the question. Do they just get driver's licenses or do they have to go like you were talking about? Do they have to go to driver's ed and then get a permit and then get the driver's licenses or they just issued a driver's license? Nobody can answer the question. Imagine trying to si- sign your legal kit up for a driver's ed program if they're getting bumped for illegals. It's going to have a domino effect that no legislature has stood up and said, hey, wait a minute. what Can the DMV handle this? Can we process driver's licenses this fast? We all know the problem that we had with registrations. You know, unfortunately, that incident that happened up in New Hampshire with those motorcycles, things were sitting unopened in the mail. The registry is going to be overwhelmed. It's going to have a domino effect on you and me. You talk about insurance rates. I mean, yeah. it, it's, 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 you, you can't even make up how stupid this is.
2: It is complete. And I look at everything that they're doing and I'm going, wait a second. According to Massachusetts law, you need to provide proof of citizenship, citizenship or lawful presence, a social security number and be a Massachusetts resident to obtain a license. So they don't they can't provide any of that. And they're going to just hand them licenses. When you think about that, and we know that the RMV is incapable of doing their job. Just for me to get the new real ID, they wanted like the codes off of my birth certificate, the date that it was sent out, not the date that I was born, the registration number off of it. They made me send all of that stuff in and then they were like, oh, it's COVID, so we're not taking pictures. But you have all of my information and they still provided me with the wrong ID. So, so the Massachusetts legislature
0: cares more about illegals than it does honest, hardworking taxpayer citizens, veterans, I people think the, with mental uh, health crisis. I mean, it's, it's all right there. Nobody can dispute what we're saying. Even if you're a Democrat, you can't dispute what, what we're saying.
1: I think the other thing that we, we want to recognize is when you're 16 years old, you're taught that getting a driver's license is a privilege. Well, how can you, at the one hand, tell a 16-year-old that it's a privilege and then on the other hand, give it to people that are entering our country illegally. I mean, the contradiction just is glaring. Yet that's exactly what this Democratic radical bunch of crazies just did uh, last week. They overrode Governor uh, Baker's veto. And the havoc it's going to wreak on this uh, Commonwealth uh, is, is unless we're able to overturn it and listen to the voice of the people because I'm convinced if we get that to the ballot in November, it will be overwhelmingly rejected. What what's your, what, do you think, Rayla?
2: Absolutely. And it states there on my, new hand, my palm cards that I've been giving out that we want to remove access from the RMV to actually be registering people to vote. That is your civic duty. And it also says that we do not want illegals to have driver's license. And as I'm going around, everybody agrees because like you said jim we were taught this is a privilege and the responsibilities that you have to have with driving a vehicle and making sure you are safe the we know how much training we've had to go through but how can they pass a law that's a legal law It, it literally violates the constitution so we have legislators that are openly violating the constitution and our rights as citizens in Massachusetts to better their pockets, to, you know, fund their crazy radical ideas, to keep the people voting for them. And how do we even know that they're not going to automatically register them? I I think I heard them say that, no, that's not going to happen. Are they going to put illegal, on the driver's license no they're not because they're going to say oh that's discriminatory well what they're doing is violating our constitutional rights they are illegal they do not have rights to vote in our elections and they do not have rights to get a driver's license we clearly know what the law states and we've got to get rid of these politicians who think they're above the law that they your, are not god
1: i think that's the point rayla and that's why you're running Because you recognize how out of touch these elected officials are in Massachusetts. And I want to personally thank you for stepping up and taking this message to the public. And with your help and with the help of these other candidates that are running, we're going to really have a big November and change this once and for all. So the radical left recognizes that the government belongs to us, not to them.
0: Rayla, yes. t- tell the people listening to this podcast how they can learn more about your campaign and get involved in your campaign.
2: So people can go to my website, it's rayla4ma.com. That's dot com. They can volunteer, donate. No dollar amount is too small. We definitely need support when it comes to donating because we are going up against a Rose-backed candidates. And they can also be involved with following us on Facebook. I'm on Facebook at Rayla Campbell from Massachusetts. We have over 19,000 going on 20,000 followers. But I get put in Facebook timeout a lot. So I do need help with people sharing, knowing where we're going to be at the next event, showing, coming out to events, meeting the candidate. We do need volunteers. So people can do that on my website or they can reach out to me through Facebook. And I think everybody for all the support that they have given me, Jim Lyons, you've been amazing. And I, you know, we're gonna do this together. I'm so excited. I've got the drive to run. I know that I will be your next Madam Secretary. I'm already your historical candidate. I'm gonna make sure we make even more history come November.
1: Thank you so much, really. Really appreciate you joining us
0: rayla4ma.com that's rayla4ma.com rayla campbell running for secretary of state here in the commonwealth of massachusetts he's jim lyons the elephant in the room and we'll talk again real soon